my burden down Down by the riverside Down by the riverside Down by the riverside I'm gonna lay my burden down, down Yeah, man. What's cracking, ladies and gentlemen? It's the homie Rodrigo. I'm back. Back again. Look who's back. That's right. Let me hit you with some fucking dates real quick. Give me a second. Let me fucking get my thoughts in order. We're here live in Corpus Christi, Texas. All right. So uh, July 28th through the 31st, uh, I'm going to be opening up for uh, the great Felipe Esparza at Caroline's on Broadway in New York, New York. That's right. Caroline's on Broadway in New York City. You can get tickets at www.felipesworld.com or you can call the box office at 212-757-4100. And that's Caroline's on Broadway with Felipe Esparza and Chris Doran. What's going on, bro? And that's July 28th through the 31st. Also, August 19th through the 20th, we have Joe's Bar on Weed Street. That's right. You heard it. Weed Street in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, brought to you by Mikey O Productions. And uh, you can get tickets there at www.felipesworld.com. And we'll be there with uh, the fool, Felipe Esparza, and Marcella Arguello. And uh, that's August 19th through the 30th. To the 30th. This fucking retard. August 19th through the 20th. And that's Joe's Bar on Weed Street. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm back from old Mexico. There's just been a lot of shit going on, dude. Fucking, uh, the death of my uncle, but I was going to go out there fucking two weeks ago. I went out there cause my uh, cousin, um, had a, uh, graduated law school. So we went out there and hung out with her and partied and now it's already been set in stone for like 10 months. <coughs> God damn. What a bong rip. I'm just fucking with you guys. Um, and so I went out there and, uh, it was cool. And then I had to go back out there a week later with my dad and my uncle and the rest of uh, our little clan to represent because my uncle got honored with a little uh, honor that they're going to be giving him uh, statewide uh, for the, you know, forever now, shit, till we're all gone. And uh, that's uh, in his honor. So we went out there and did that. So it was a little bit bittersweet, but nevertheless, it's fucking cool, you know. It's to the point where your shit happens, you know, tragically in your family, and you got to grip your family harder than you uh, ever gripped them uh, ever to solidify that bond. You know, a lot of people talk shit, yeah, I got family, I got family. <laughs> you know, hey, you got family, you got it. Or some people, no, fuck that, I fucking don't care about my family, I'm fucking over it. Well, uh, that's on you. But uh, these are the people I've known since I was a baby, and uh, they raised me, so uh, we got we to gotta, we gotta do it that way. Hell yeah, baby doll. So, um, nevertheless, uh, let's move on with some shout-outs here from the SoundCloud fan bam. Jose Antonio Barre ba Barreros. Barre Berrios Jr. Jose Antonio Berrios Jr. There you go. Vic G. Marisol Montes. You made it to the bonus round. Jose Jesse Ronquillo. Freddie Kelly 1. Melanie K. Gracie Armijo. There you go. Bonus uh, uh, round, Gracie. There you go with your fucking questions and answers and shit you got going on on fucking social media. Keep shining. Angie Gutierrez. Ricky Race. User uh, 22719206. Sergio de la Cruz, Eduardo Dash Campos Dash 16, ANK3R10. Also, uh, Thief of Knowledge, aka Alex Dash Gomez Dash 122. And shout outs to all the uh, listeners in the US. Uh, we're uh, 1,500 and uh, growing. Uh, shout out to the you listeners in uh, Mexico. That's right. We got 11 and going. I thought it was more, but nevertheless, you know. I thought there was more Mexicans out there, you know. Those are like a billion served, you know. And uh, in Austria, we have one in Austria. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know where the fucking uh, 
<laughs> why the guy from Austria sounds like fucking uh, Count Chocula. But, you know, that's how he sounds. Fuck it. Oh, yeah, and a uh, happy birthday shout-out to Chinguin. One, the homie on Snapchat and other uh, social media outlets. But uh, that's, uh, that's how we're going to hit you up or let you know about your shout-out. Uh, yeah, hopefully fucking had a good birthday party and all that shit. Uh, I know you hit me up the day of the What's a Full podcast that we recorded on Monday. But, hey, man, we were just a little busy and fucking, you know, thoughts are here, thoughts are there. And, you know, sometimes you don't get to fucking land the plane where you fucking want to. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, shout out to you. Happy birthday. And uh, shout out to all the What's Up Fool uh, listeners that, uh, that you know, they were all, that commented on me being gone or whatever, dude. I fucking apologize, but there's just a lot of shit going on with my family that I have to fucking attend to. And why to go to Mexico for one day? Just go there for at least a fucking week. Because it's like, even a week, you kind of don't want to leave. But you're like, fuck, it's already been three weeks. It's time to go back home and handle some business. So, uh, yeah, man. And this uh, Yeah Man podcast is a little late, but I mean, um, you know, better, uh, Late than never. And uh, just been a lot of shit going on. I couldn't fucking upload it. I couldn't fucking, uh, there's just fucking, you know, fucking internet connections, all types of fucking weird shit. We've been fucking traveling. Uh, we went from LAX. I got home fucking, when I got, I got home Sunday night. Fucking, uh, we were today's recorded podcast Monday. Um, did stand up fucking uh, Tuesday. And uh, hung out with my shine Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Punky. And, uh, yeah, fucking had fun doing that, catching up. Finally, fucking awesome. So whoever got a little shine out there, go ahead and give me a little shine hug and shit because uh, it's awesome. And, uh, yeah, man. And then Wednesday, we took off early morning, fucking had to be at Felipe's at 5. We went to LAX, got the 7.30 flight to uh, Houston, and then from Houston to uh, uh, here, to Corpus Christi, right here, the fine land of, uh, of Corpus Christi, Texas. This is uh, where they laid uh, to rest uh, Freddie Fender. This is uh, where Farrah Fawcett's from. I don't know if I already went over this shit fucking, but, you know, we're going to go over it again. <laughs> if I did not, that way it can be, uh, we can be on common ground, man. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they laid the rest, uh, Freddie Fender here, Farrah Fawcett's from here. So is the great actor uh, Pepe Serna. Shout out to the uh, rapping grandpa. Pepe Serna, you can rem remember him. One of his greatest movies, one of his greatest roles is uh, from American Me. He was in a carna one of the carnales in there. And who else is here? Oh, yeah, Selena uh, Quintanilla uh, Perez is from um, from uh, Corpus Christi originally. Oh, and Eva Longoria. Here we go. The, li the list keeps getting longer and longer. That's what she said. <laughs> there you go, you fucking hack you. Um, yeah, man, Selena's from here. I thought you meant Selena, the one that was married to Justin Bieber, was going to get married to Justin Bieber. Not that Selena. That's like little Selena. I was like Selena before there was a real Selena. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Fucking Corpus Christi, man. The fucking weather's hot as fuck out here. Hot. It's like that fucking oven hop with a little bit of humidity, kind of, you know, Florida style. But it was super hot when we got here Thursday, man. Just like, you know, suffocated and shit. I mean, it's not unbearable. I mean, we crept around and shit. We got here like in the evening time. We walked around yesterday. And the only thing I'm going to say about fucking Corpus Christi, the show's been fucking kick-ass here at the Mesquite Street Comedy Club in Corpus Christi, Texas. That's right. One more show tonight, or two more shows, with uh, Felipe and uh, Keith Manning. Yeah, what's going on, man? This Keith Manning here, man. Get off the field. And that's right, man. I have a new baby boy, man. We have me, 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 me. I'm going to tell you, I can't even speak. I'm so happy, man. Me and my old lady are very happy, man, with our new little seed addition to the little Manning family. <laughs> uh, shout out to Keith Manning. They just had a little um, baby. So, uh, yeah, they're all happy. So, yeah. Right here in fucking Corpus Christi, Texas. The only thing I'm going to say about this place, it's fucking cool, except for the hotel that I'm in fucking sucks. 
It's fucking horrible. I swear to God. And I'm not one of those dudes to bitch. I mean, I get a hotel room. Fuck it, dude. I just shut the fuck up and stick it out, you know? And I've been to fucking shithole hotels, man. Trust me, I've been on the road since I've been 15, dude, with Voodoo Glow Skulls. We traveled all over the country, all the way to Puerto Rico, back to Hawaii, all the way up to Saskatchewan, and down to old Mexico. But never have I stayed in a fucking hotel room like this. And it's one of those ones that I knew it had roaches, but I didn't say shit. And then one day, fucking, I think it was Thursday night, I went inside to take a leak into the restroom. And there was one of those fucking stenches. And I looked down at the sink, fucking roaches running around like a motherfucker. It was like NASCAR up in that motherfucker, those little ass roaches, too. Uh, it was fucking sick. And then the next day, I'm going to fucking air dry my hair with the fucking, um, with the air dryer. <laughs> the air dryer, what is that? The fucking, uh, <laughs> I was going to put the hair freshener. What a dipshit. <laughs> I can't even get it right now. Fucking a hair dryer. That's what it is. What the fuck? Some scientific uh, word for it. And I'm driving my hair, and I kind of smell roachiness. And then fucking one hits my fucking head, gets in there, and fucking in my hair, and another one hits my chest. And when I, what I mean by uh, that roachiness is that I've been an exterminator since 2001. I work for uh, Armando Cosillo's company, La Cucaracha Pest Control. We give them uh, their, uh, their sponsor, the sponsor of the, this podcast, original sponsor, since the beginning. And... Uh, so you do roaches long enough, you start smelling like as soon as somebody opens the door and they have a roach issue, if it's like an intense roach issue, like an infestation, you'll be like, damn, I smell the fucking roaches. It's just a very peculiar fucking smell that's on the tip of your nose. You, the more you do it, the more you smell it. And it's pretty much like a fucking, I want to say it's a fucking plague, but it's like a fucking, it's a uh, certain stench that is very only fucking uh, comes from roaches. So I, I smelt that, but I was like, eh, whatever, dude, fucking, I ain't going to fucking make an issue about it. And then fucking when I turned on the hair the hair uh, dryer, I started smelling it more, and it's probably because all that shit's been caked up inside of there, and it's fucking kicking that fucking aroma out like a fucking incense. But dude, it was fucking sick. So I'm just like, fuck. And it's one of these places, these hotel rooms that probably had roaches in the entire hotel room. They just fucking painted over them. You know, one of those things. Fucking fuck it. Just paint it over, and nobody's going to be able to tell. Do a fucking... Gave it a couple Febreze fucking squirts, and, you know, there it goes. On to the next one. But, uh, yeah, man, it just fucking grossed me the fuck out. And I was going to, and it's one of those fucking hotels where people live here. Like, I guess they rent the fucking days out. You know, like fucking parolee type people. Or, you know, people that have a kid and are just, like, on tough times. That You know, that, like, dirtbag couple that fucking has, you know, recycled clans inside their fucking car and shit. You know, both of them are employed, but the ones at fucking Jack in the Box, the other one's employed at Carl's Jr., but they haven't been employed for over a month. You know, somebody in that fucking relationship has been to prison recently. <laughs> Finally got custody, fucking couple. And look, as you guys can hear right now, every so often the fucking uh, toilet, it fucking, uh, it flushes itself, the fucking toilet. I don't know if there's a fucking roach in there. Fucking, uh, you know, taking a big-ass shit and just flushing the toilet. Doesn't want me to see it every time I fucking walk in there. But Jesus fucking Christ. I swear to God, there's so many fucking roaches in here. I was fucking called the front desk, wanted to switch a room. And I told them about the roaches. Or you better be quiet before we charge you for two. These motherfuckers, dog. But anyways. So, yeah, I'm sucking it up. Whatever. I might fucking switch rooms later today. But, yeah, fucking roach-infested motherfuckers in here. And the other thing is, too... Is you walk outside and it smells like shit. People are all cooking all types of fucking different flavors and shit. Or making fucking prison spreads. But it's disgusting. It's one of those fucking old school like fucking um, the carpet and the walls that have like been stained from years of smoke. And people just walking over them like fucking trucker boots. Just fucking plastering the fuck out of that carpet. Where it's just like a floor now. There's no fuzz left to the fucking carpet. 
like one of those old fucking uh, casinos in Reno that just fucking been there since day one and shit. Since fucking the days that Bugsy Siegel didn't want to fucking buy that fucking place. Like that. And it's just like you can take a fucking spatula and fucking come up with some fucking grime. That's how dirty these fucking floors are. Yeah, man, it's fucking sick. And you got tweakers walking around all sweaty at 8 in the morning and shit. You know, missing fucking teeth, looking like they fucking grind their shit on fucking gravel. Damn, dude. I swear, man, I'm fucking suck, sucking on cement popsicles and shit. And I'm from Riverside, California, so I know what fucking tweakers look like. They got those crazy-ass expressions on their faces. They're not even saying anything, but they're telling you like a fucking paragraph of shit just by the way their fucking mouth moves and shit. Like, fuck, dude. All like 25 with fucking crow's feet and shit. Just fucking toxic fucking crusaders. But, hey, we need room for everybody in this world. This is his Jesus' world. <laughs> but yeah, man, fucking school of hard knock motherfuckers down here. And I went down to the fucking cafe and shit. Oh, my God. Fucking, you know, they had some people, you know, like, you know, the little dirty white girls that, you know, they're probably from Gainesville, Florida and shit. You know, they got the little dirty toes and, you know, the little dirty clothes, the shorts that they made by cutting the edges off or cutting them with scissors. You know what I mean? They didn't buy them that way. You know what I mean? Like those fucking D-Ray white type white people and shit. Probably eat muskrat and shit. <laughs> That's the kind of fucking uh, people that come to this fucking hotel. Besides the fucking patrons or the people that fucking live here. Damn, dude. You got that little fucking baby that hasn't got sleep in like three days and shit. All missing a patch of hair. Fuck, dude. It's horrible. That fucking, you know, that little white trash lady in the hot pink fucking uh, bikini. Oh, my God. Jesus, man. With that bad skin. Fuck, you can light a match on her fucking elbow. Those kind of fucking people. Ah. Whew, good old chai tea latte. Room temperature, just like I like it. <laughs> so, yeah, man, we're here fucking in a Corpus Christi, a.k.a. Corpitos. Shard out. Shard out. <laughs> yeah, shard out. <laughs> Spray the wall. So, shout out to uh, everybody that's come out to the shows. We've been fucking having fun. Me, Felipe, and Keith Manning. And, um, yeah, man. So, uh, last, uh, last, uh, uh, Mexico episode that I uh, covered. There was a couple things that I didn't cover that I wanted to cover, and one of them was the Oaxaca teacher strike in um, that region of Mexico that's been going down. I know a lot of people have been seeing it on the news. They haven't been putting it on the news lately, but yeah, man, shit's crazy down there. Fucking teachers are uh, getting beat up. Teachers are beating people up. Uh, teachers are uh, firebombing schools and cars and all types of shit. All because of uh, these... Uh, these uh, um, government reforms that were passed in uh, 2012 and implemented in 2013. And the reforms consist of annual exams for teachers K through 12. In essence, evaluations uh, uh, to ensure that uh, teachers uh, are up to par and meet a national standard that was created with that uh, reform. And the main issue uh, the government was dealing with in the reforms is economic waste. And this is, uh, for instance, for example, there we go with the fucking toilet again. <laughs> if, for example, these are some uh, uh, some teachers that are dead, and the family doesn't even report the death, but they're getting you know their retirement check, so they keep collecting on that retirement check. So the government wants to do away with that. And uh, once a teacher is fired, is hired to become a teacher, she can never be fired again. And the reform consists of an exam, is one exam, but you get four chances to pass it. So you don't pass it the second time, take it again. You don't pass it the third time, take it again. You don't pass it the fourth time, get a fucking tutor. You get to take it again. And that's just to make sure a, 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 an annual standard that you're up to par. And that's what they're bitching about. They don't want to be tested. 
what I mean? That's to ensure the kid in Monterrey, the kid in uh, Mexico City, the kid in Zacatecas, the kid in, um, in uh, San Luis Potosí, and the kid in Oaxaca are all getting the same um, education. There's a standard there. So, yeah, and there's also a grandfather clause. Once a teacher goes into retirement, a family member can fill the teaching spot. Regardless if the fucking uh, if the family member sucks at fucking teaching, and then there's some teachers that only give classes one or two times a fucking um, a week, and then they take off. They're like, fuck it, go tell the kids to fucking do homework, and that right there is unacceptable. That's another one of the reasons uh, the government instituted those reforms, and um and um and um they leave early. I mean, it's a fucking trip. And now the reforms consist of an annual exam, which I mentioned, a review, an evaluation uh, per se, and uh, they have the four op opportunities to um to pass before they're given the boot. And after that, their tenure and, uh, and their job is no more. And that's, you know, just, you know, to compare and contrast with the California teachers, once you get tenured, it's hard to fucking fire. The only hard to get fired, even if you suck as a teacher. The only thing is you get fired if you molest a kid or something. Or like that one kid, in, or that one teacher in the San Pedro School District that was feeding the um, kids fucking cum on a fucking... Uh, on a spoon, that was fucking disgusting, man. They take that motherfucker out back and shoot him. But hey, that's another issue. So yeah, man, I understand that a teacher is and a, and a beneficiary would be pissed and likely to protest. But uh, there has been eight deaths and eight deaths in that Oaxaca teacher strike, and none of them were teachers. However, there's been bombings of schools, bombings of government cars, and some teachers have been uh, have decided to teach themselves. They're like, you know, fuck it. It's like the older women teachers that are, you know what? We're gonna give these kids education regardless of what's going on. And they've been kidnapped. They've been fucking had their fucking um, their uh, their eyes covered up, and they've been fucking beaten and tortured. And dude, I mean, shit. I know I understand these fucking folks' lives have been turned upside down, but uh, all they have to do is pass the annual exam. That's it. That's all they gotta do. But you know, people talk about they like change. This is a prime example. People don't like fucking change. And that's the inside info uh, that you won't hear about on the news. You won't hear this shit. Um, I heard this from uh, people that work for government and people that are actually teachers themselves. And, um, you know, I'm not going to mention their names just for a reason of anonymity. And, you know, uh, uh, but, yeah, man, it's fucking crazy. It, it, it'll, it'll show and they'll show you the clashes with federal police, but they won't give you this info that I'm giving you here on the DL or on the Yeah Man podcast because we always break national news or even world news today with Peter Jennings. <laughs> R.I.P. And the current president uh, instituted new tax reforms last year with the help of Congress for the citizens to pay taxes and personal uh, income taxes based on income. And uh, some people are up in arms over that shit. And, you know, we pay taxes here. And, and in Mexico, they never did. Just large businesses and por corporations did. And Mexico citizens have never paid taxes. And the majority of the infrastructure and the roads have been taken care of by the sale of the nation's petroleum, also known as BEMEX. And there you have it, man, in a nutshell. Don't get me wrong. The violence is sad and it's fucking horrific and unfortunate. But damn, man, some people just need to go on the fucking bright side and get with the program. You know what? We got to take the exam. We got to create a national standard. Now, there's already been a national standard created, but they're just bucking it and saying, fuck all that for now. So anyhow, that's uh, that's that's the DL on the uh, on the Oaxaca uh, teacher strike. So for those of you that don't know, now you know. So, man, fucking Mexico was a shit, man. Always, always have fucking fun in Mexico. Always, always have fun in Mexico. And uh, this time's a little different. Um, I went to some parts of Mexico that fucking uh, I've never seen. Um, I've, only, I've not even fucking heard of, heard of shit, really. And um, it was cool, man. I got to spend some time with my dad and my uncle. But one cool thing, too, that I didn't cover on the uh, last uh, Yeah Man um, 
podcast was that I went to go see Lucha Libre. Hell yeah, it was fucking cool. It was fucking cool. I haven't seen Lucha Libre. I've seen it twice, I think, when I was a little kid. Both of them in Mexico. I've uh, never seen uh, El Santo wrestle, which I've always wanted to. But I've seen Blue Demon wrestle. I've seen Mil Mascaras wrestle. I've seen El Hijo de Santos wrestle. There was a famous uh, midget wrestler back in the day called El Aguilita. I've seen him wrestle. And those are the only ones I really remember. Uh, but, yeah, we went to, uh, it was fucking the 23rd. It was, uh, it was a Thursday. We went to uh, Arena Mexico, or Arena Mexico, which is Me- Me- Arena Mexico, or Mexico Arena. And it was fucking pretty fucking cool. And uh, mind you, I've never been into WWE or WWF because when I was a little kid, I went to go to my Uncle Louie's house and we went to go see fucking WrestleMania. I think it was like the first or the second one. And then I realized that these fools weren't really hitting each other. It's all theatrical and all that shit. And it was fucking, you know, choreographed. It looked fucking cool. They're all stomping the floor. But once I knew they didn't fucking make contact, I was, man, fuck this pussy ass shit. I mean, I'll watch it, but I'd rather go outside, ride my bike, and go break fucking windows, man. I didn't give a fuck, dude. Fuck fucking fake ass wrestling. And I remember telling that to my Uncle Louie. He's like, yeah, but, you know, if they get you with one of those smacks, it'll say smack you silly. Yeah, but I'm not in the fucking ring, so who gives a fuck? So I've never really been a fan of wrestling. I've been more of a fan of Lucha Libre in the sense I've always wanted a fucking mask and shit because I always thought they were cool. But I never liked the fucking cheap ones. I liked the fucking OG ones, which I got me a couple this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, it was fucking cool because uh, this is the first time I've seen it, like, up, 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 up close. Usually I was far away. But it was cool to hear the fucking the Mexicans from Mexico City fucking talk shit. And also they were like little kids talking shit and sounded like adults. But one of the coolest wrestlers, there was a dude from Japan. He was fucking cool. He was uh, he was called Kushida, and um, he was uh, he looked like Bobby Lee and shit. It was pretty funny, dude. He was fucking bad as fuck though. There was a Puerto Rican dude named. Uh, he was a he was a Puerto Rican dude. Fucking straight up Puerto Rican dude, all on his Puerto Rican shit. You know what I mean? And fucking twenty Puerto Rican flags dangling off his ass. Puerto Rican boots, Puerto Rican belt, all that shit. You know how the Boricuas do it. And his name was Chicano. That was kind of a trip, dude. But it was cool, man. And then there was an Arabian dude, a straight-up hardcore-looking Arabian dude, but it was fucking cool. His name was Sabu, and he actually ended up losing to this fool named Porky. And he was, Porky was fucking cool, man. And there was an old-school motherfucker. I think it was, I don't know what this fucking name was, if it was Volador or, uh, or what, 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 it's Volador or, or Tamatonga, dude. But one of those old-school wrestlers, you know, he's been wrestling since he was in his fucking 20s. Now the motherfucker's pushing 60 with some hardcore fucking headbutts. Like, shit that would give you a fucking headache once you've seen that shit fucking, those clash of those fucking skulls, dude. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. I was like, damn. You can just hear that shit just fucking boom. But the coolest part was, like, this little girl talking shit, like a tiny little girl. She must have been, like, six years old at the most, just saying all this fucking crazy shit, like hardcore shit, like going, like, God damn, you eat with that mouth? <laughs> and then this other dude, and the, the people get into it, though. And it was funny, too, because the, the Japanese dude, Kushida, he had his fucking Japanese people there. Like, you know, people that I guess were from Japan and work in Mexico City. He had his little clique of people there all cheering for him. And I guess this is like the league right before you get into the real Lucha Libre League. Or, you know, if you were uh, up in Lucha Libre before, then you know, they knock you down or demote your ass or send you back to the minors. But, um, yeah, man, it was fucking cool as fuck, dude. And... um. The other thing that was fucking uh, straight cool was, um, was uh, oh, yeah, the fucking the fan participation, dude. There was this fucking dude just all into it. He was like, 
you know, when they were all hitting each other, because, you know, they obviously bring the chairs into it, but they didn't bring the chairs into it till this fool started yelling it out. He's all, la silla, agarra la pinche silla, donde esta la puta silla? And then a wrestler grabbed a fucking chair and hit this motherfucker upside the head with it, dude. It was fucking tight. Violence at its finest. <laughs> And there was a couple cool little vendors out there, dude. Got uh, a couple fucking shirts. Got me a shirt, a blue demon shirt and a uh, Santo shirt. What did I get, Felipe? I got him a Mil Mascara shirt. And then, uh, oh, one of the old school fucking, well, the logo for uh, Lucha Libre um, that they started in 1933 there in Mexico. And it was cool. Those are all, like, original shirts that I got. But the only thing is fucking the biggest they had was XL. And I'm, we're pretty much XL, you know, tight XL. But who gives a fuck? Because you don't get the double X's and they start looking too big. But everybody's like, you know, people are starting to get big in Mexico. Like before people were smaller. There wasn't too many fat motherfuckers out there. But now with the advent of like, you know, KFC, fucking Carl's Jr., McDonald's, fast food, comida rápida, you're starting to see some big ass Mexicans and shit. But yeah, before it was like kind of non-existent. But yeah, man, there you have it fucking. And Mexico City was fucking awesome. Mexico City was a shit, dude. It's cool because I'm an adult and creeping around, and I remember going there in 98 when I was, I think I was like 19 or something, or 20, or 21, who the fuck knows. And um, I was creeping around there, but uh, when I went to go see my uncle, and well, my uncle, my aunt, my two cousins. But back then, that's when the fucking uh, security was a little rougher and shit, where they actually fucking, if they see you with a fucking camera, fucking slash that shit, excuse me, from your fucking neck, and then jack your camera and just take off. Or beat your ass, take your wallet, shit like that. But now Mexico City's safe, man. Especially down there by Reforma or Chapultepec. There's a fucking, uh, there's always like two uh, cops on every fucking corner. They got Starbucks there. They got all types of fucking shit. On top of fucking El Angelito de la Independencia and all that shit. But it's fucking really cool, man. I had I had fun as an adult, man. It was super fucking awesome, man. Super awesome. So, yeah, man, right here out in uh, Corpus Christi, Texas, on the road again, in this shit ho hotel again, with roaches and uh, all the like again, smelling like roach shit and again. <laughs> and trust me, I stayed into some shitholes. Oh, yeah, we got my aunt. I don't know if you, anybody knew that uh, my aunt, she works at a dildo factory and shit. Yeah, that's right. Not the best of all jobs, you know. She's a working stiff. <laughs> But I guess she told her boss she wanted a raise, and her uh, boss said, suck it up. Bada bing. <laughs> New joke and shit. New yoke? Yoke. New yoke. <laughs> New yoke. New yoke. Big city of dreams. Sitting here going fucking crazy inside this hotel room. But yeah, man. Fucking, um, so yeah, um, as far as Mexico, the Mexico that I've never seen before is like La Sierra, right there in the uh, municipio of Valparaiso, Valparaiso, Zacatecas. That's where my parents are from, but they've never even been to La Sierra. And basically, La Sierra is the mountains, the forest, the tip top of uh, of uh, of the terrain there. And it was a trip, man. We went up there, man. It was me, my dad, my two uncles, a friend of there, my uncle's friend, and uh, another uh, teacher. That other guy that I was talking, he was actually a professor, but I was talking to him about the Oaxaca reforms. And he was a, a union leader, too, so he gave me all that little insight on him and, and stuff. So it was kind of cool. So we went up there, and it took, like, from the city, from Atotonilco, which is up the street from El Valle, um, that little municipality there, it took us 45 minutes to, like, an hour to reach the top of the mountains. And let me tell you, man, and then the road was a little windy up there and shit. There was two roads. There was, like, an old-school road that was built by Piñones, Piñones being um, by hand, but Piñones being a... Uh, people that were in prison, so they had to fucking, you know, break the fucking roads by hand and fucking 
you know, hammer them fucking out. That's back in the day, day. And the guy that was taking up, taking us up there, uh, my uh, uncle's friend, he's like my dad's age, so he's in the 60s, and he said when his dad was young, that's when that was happening. So I guess I was in, like, fucking the 20s. But the new road now, they did it by, you know, they excavated it out and shit by big machinery. And, um, yeah, 45 minutes to get to the fucking top. And, dude, this, I'm going to tell you right now, that's the freshest air I've ever breathed. And I haven't been to too many fucking mountains. I mean, the closest, what, Buffalo, New York, and then fucking uh, Lake Arrowhead and uh, in California and Big Bear Lake. Those are the tallest I've been up there or the most mountainous regions I've been to. That's when Shane used to live up there, and I've been up there a couple times, a handful of times with my folks and family. But by far, this is the, the most, the most cleanest air and the clearest fucking purest water I've ever seen too, man. It was fucking cool. It was a trip, man, going up there. And uh, the hospitality was a shit, man. They treated us, uh, they treated us like fucking kings, dude. It was, uh, it was trippy. It was really trippy, that, uh, that real Mexican hospitality. That, um, I don't think it really exists in the States. It does if the Mexicans know you, but these people never fucking knew us. So um, it was uh, pretty awesome that they treated you that in the way that they did, not even really knowing who the fuck we were. I mean, we got the hospitality because of my uncle and his friends and his relationship to them. So that was fucking really fucking uh, awesome. And it felt good because um, it's really a far few... Um, you get treated that way, especially by strangers. But, um, you know, you come in the hands of somebody that's um, that treats them right and there's a relationship, fucking, uh, then they treat you right. So, yeah, we went up uh, to the Sierra, man. It was a trip because uh, we got there kind of, we got there kind of late, probably like 1 o'clock, 1, 2, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we went up to my friend's, uh, my friend, my uncle's friend's um, reserve that, the, that he has there. It's pretty much a hunter's reserve. I mean, people, you know, if you have mad cheese, you can go out there. I think fucking the last people that were up there hunting were like Vicente Fox's uh, relatives, which is, uh, he was the leader of Mexico, president, a couple of presidents before, before Peña Nieto, excuse me, before Peña Nieto and before uh, um, Calderon. Um, that was Vicente Fox. So his family went up there. And the guy uh, up there raises uh, buffalo and elk. And uh, two types of uh, of deer, like uh, I was gonna say yellowtail, but ain't that a fucking tuna? <laughs> he raises tuna on the fucking range. Yeah, they eat seaweed. Boom, bow, ping, and a uh, buffalo. But the buffalo and the uh, elk aren't from uh, that land, but they uh, they prosper up there just because it's so green. And uh, they got the buffalo from northern Mexico, Chihuahua, and the elk as well. I think they started out with like ten. Of each uh, of each kind, and now they have about a hundred, and I think they have about 120 elk. So they've been uh, reproducing pretty fucking fast up there. And you can only go up there, and uh, you can uh, hunt, but only with bow and arrow. So that's a that's a little that's a kicker there, or the claws. And uh, they have a uh, two, they have three homes up there. One's a real log cabin made out of logs, all fucking Abraham Lincoln style, and that's the one we stayed in. We didn't even know we were gonna fucking stay up there. To my uncle's like, hey, dude, I'm fucking staying. And the only reason he said that is because my dad and my uncle are one of those particular dudes that if they ain't got all their shit, they don't want to stay there. And some of those dudes that never really travel say they don't really like going far fucking places and be far away from their um, from uh, their home. But, man, this fucking cabin was immaculate, man. It was fucking bomb. It was cool. Excuse me. Ah, I don't know why I fucking got this fucking it's probably this egg sandwich that I fucking ate earlier. Fucking croissant and shit. But it was fucking bomb, man. It was just the way it was designed, the way they used every almost every piece of wood. 
every resource came to making this fucking, um, from the stairways to the headboards of the beds to the fucking pelts that they had up there, um, the design that they fucking made on, uh, on uh, inside the fucking wood uh, in the logs. I mean, they carved out like little fucking squirrels and uh, uh, bear heads and shit. It was fucking pretty fucking awesome, man. And they had like a little lake and shit there. It was like a little water reserve and a fucking bitchin' fucking, uh, like a furnace fireplace thing. It was cool, man. It was fucking nice. And we're sitting there the whole time drinking beers uh, and drinking fucking uh, mezcal and Zacatecano, mixing that shit. Who were mixing that shit with? Just uh, soda water and a little bit of squirt. It was fucking bomb. And we got to go up straight to the fucking elk and straight up to the fucking buffalo. I mean, I didn't feed him with my hand. I don't want to have those motherfuckers fucking hit me with a fucking horn. And then I'm fucking coming back home, missing a fucking eye and shit. But we went up there, we barbecued and shit, meat and stuff. And it was fucking cool, man. And, you know, everybody got to tell their little fucking story and shit. <laughs> everybody got to talk. But it was really fucking cool, man. Like, uh, to um, go up there and in the night, too, it's like, fucking, you don't hear shit. But a, a couple frogs, dude. And they had a couple of field hands that are there uh, to take care of the property when nobody's on there. And that was fucking cool. They took us out in the morning. And uh, we walked around this little fucking water hole, and it had fucking like, little fucking links, uh, little hands, little paw marks from the mom link and the little baby link. That was fucking cool. And then the guy took us down back to Totonilco in the morning and had a bomb-ass little breakfast with his little family, which included little pieces of uh, pork, chicharron, um, bean uh, tacos with cheese, and uh, little gorditas, and uh, two liter of Coke, man. But the hospitality was off the fucking hook, man. That was fucking pretty awesome and uh, to experience that. And also, too, like with my dad and my uncles, it was kind of like a little bonding period. Uh, so that was cool. And, the other th and uh, getting back um, to back to Zacatecas after we came back down from La Sierra was uh, we, they have an Antonio Aguilar Museum in, uh, in uh, the historic district right there in Zacatecas. And that's fucking super fucking cool. And the coolest part in there, on top of him showing all the keys to the cities that he has to fucking Denver, St. Louis, fucking Houston, San Antonio, Pomona, fucking all the love that fucking um, Antonio Aguilar got um, all over the world for singing those uh, Mexican um, songs from the revolution and beyond. And uh, one thing I didn't know is that he started in Puerto Rico, and before that he was an opera singer, which I knew, but I didn't know he got to start in Puerto Rico where he actually started busting out those songs in a theater and the fucking Puerto Rican audience lost their fucking mind, dude. So shout out to the fucking Boricos out there, you know? Um, that was fucking cool. And then there's a famous painting of him and President Ronald Reagan. And it's funny because all these fucking bigots have been popping out with the whole, you know, with the whole GOP front runner and shit and all the fucking remarks he said against Mexicans, which he can suck my dick, by the way. But you see all these people jumping ship or jumping on board going, yeah, yeah, we need reform. We need all this. What the fuck? Dude, like, you don't even fucking have any idea of what your fucking party did um, in the fucking past for you to be fucking suffering in these so-called fucking spots of fucking uh, of anxiety because, you know, the last vestige of the American dream where if you were white or are white and you fucking, um, you know, you just got a high school diploma and now you got a kick-ass job, those days are fucking gone. You, everybody has to fucking work hard. So if you're a white dude or whatever, a white woman that feels like you're threatened because of immigrants, not only, fuck, you think you have to work hard, the fucking immigrant has to fucking work hard, even fucking harder, a fucking tenfold. But that's not what it's about. It's just about fucking xenophobia that's coming from the fucking top down. And all that fucking bigotry is fucking unacceptable. And I used to be kind of like, you know, aligned with some of the GOP principles. But as soon as that motherfucker started flapping his jaw, you know what, dude? I'm out like the fucking phantom. 
And there's also shit I don't like from the other side, too. And now they got a new fucking BP pick, huh? That's like the Hillary Clinton fucking let's keep America white again. <laughs> keep America white VP pick. Jesus Christ. Did they pick another fucking boob? Fuck. But anyways, that's another fucking story. You know what I'm saying? Back to the lecture at hand. <laughs> Getting all emotional and off topic and shit. But yeah, man, fucking. Um, so, uh, yeah, that fucking uh, museum, that Antonio Aguilar Museum was cool. But the other thing that I didn't know is that he fucking took singing lessons. And, like, I, dude, he comes from, uh, from Tayagua, Zacatecas, which is from the uh, uh, municipality called uh, Villanueva. And he comes from money. I guess they had an old hacienda and shit. And uh, they, they lost it all because his dad lost some bed or he owed some money. But then he had a rich uncle that sent him to school to become a pilot of all, of all things in New York City. And that's when he started taking singing lessons. And then his uncle caught wind that he was taking singing lessons. And he says, listen, in esta familia no hay payasos. In this family, there's no clowns. So fucking your fucking little scholarship to fucking for pilot school is done. So uh, that's how he started, man. And later on, got in movies and shit. And then he, he opened up like a bar. Um, slash entertainment place in Mexico City, which he ended up leaving it to his uh, fucking employees, and he took off. And that's one thing that my dad found hard to believe. Oh, he would have never done that. And it's like, dude, you don't know him. That's what it said. You're not writing the fucking history. Give me a break. And also that uh, when he uh, got to, uh, he fell in love. I guess he was married. He was married. I don't know the name of the first wife, but he was married, and uh, he fell in love with the Mexican actress, uh, Flor uh, Silvestre, which I think the, I don't know if the name of the um, movie was La Cucaracha, but it was with her, Maria Felix. But I guess this dude did it formally. He went through, you know, a middleman or whatever to tell her how beautiful she was or whatever. No, like, hanky-panky. He didn't, like, you know, just hop on her and start macking on her. So he did everything formally. And she was married to a big old television producer at the time. But I didn't know that because every time that uh, Antonio Guilar would come to uh, Pico Rivera, my mom and dad would take us to go see him, um, to go take the family out. And she would he would always have him. Antonio Aguilar Jr., Pepe, and his wife, uh, Flor Silvestre, and another couple times he would have her daughter. But um, she already had three kids um, by the time she hooked up with uh, Antonio Aguilar. She had one girl from another marriage and then two kids from the TV producer. And it was funny because my dad was all, no, 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 she only had one daughter. It's like, dude, come on, man. Enough with the bullshit, dude. <laughs> So that was fucking pretty cool, man. And she and I never really noticed her or like, you know, not that I wasn't ever into her or not into her. But like I started looking at pictures inside that museum. I was like, fuck, dude, she was fucking fine. Of course, you got to be fine to be in music, um, in music, in musicals, ah, in uh, movies. But she had a, a cool little thing about her. She was she was sexy, like, you know, that that pure hotness, um, uh, you know, nothing that natural beauty. You know what I mean? That little shining smile and shit. So that's fucking pretty cool to know, man. I didn't know that. So I was like, fucking hey, dude. Check out fucking, check out Tony. <laughs> ah, shit. So yeah, man, fucking the Sierra was cool. Uh, had my, my cousin had a little uh, birthday party in uh, Fresnillo. That was cool, hanging out with him. I haven't seen him in a, in a while. He's the one that always comes down to go to Coachella and shit. I always give him a ride there. And we went to Coachella um, together when Red Hot played. And that was fucking, probably one of the best times I've ever seen Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. So shout out to... Pepe, his little birthday and shit. And it was cool because uh, we had carnitas. We had um, chicharrones that day and buche and trompa. And uh, for all of you guys that never had, like, fresh chicharrones, and this is the thing. It's like um, a lot of shit that you get from the store or whatever or you buy, it's pretty much been sitting there for a while. I mean, you know, you might go to some places that have them fucking fresh. The fucking freshest chicharron uh, tacos that I've ever eaten, 
or in East LA right there at Cinco Puntos. If you eat there, it's fucking bomb as fuck. And that's the only place in LA that I recommend to go eat chicharron. Um, tacos, carnita, tacos too. And they also put a scoop of fucking, if you wish, of guacamole in there. So for those of you into guac, Cinco Puntos, that's the spot. But uh, the way that they uh, made uh, the uh, chicharrones, the chicharrones came first. I mean, they killed a pig, of course. R.I.P. fucking Porky. And uh, they put it in a caso. They made the fucking uh, chicharrones first. And when you get those fresh and with fresh tortillas, oh, my God. And I'm talking about tortillas that were already made fresh. And then you fucking regrill them on the fucking, you know, made by hand. And then you fucking warm them up again. Forget it, dude. Melts in your mouth like fucking butter. I remember being a kid and listening to fucking um, um, commercials in Spanish from uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? That fucking famous Zacatecano. Fuck. Um, Humberto Fernandez. No, Humberto. What the fuck is his name? Jesus fucking Christ. Humberto Luna. There you go. Si, sí, señores y señoras con uh, chicharrones que se le deshacen en la boca. It's just, they'll just melt in your mouth. They're so fucking good. So that was fucking bomb. And I didn't even get no sleep the day before that. So after I ate four of those and I crashed out for about four or five hours and woke up, fucking carnitas were ready. Fucking, uh, there was buche, there was trompa. It was fucking bomb, dude. I'm telling you. And it's, you know, it could be menacing in your fucking health if you don't fucking move around and shit. Let me tell you, dude, the deliciousness, the fucking richness of that fucking food, having it there done right, unfucking believable ladies and gentlemen, right? A gauge. It was fucking boom, bomb motherfucking bay, man. So if you never had it that way, fucking, uh, I suggest you do. <laughs> yeah, man. So that was fucking bomb as fuck. And it was a trip, dude, because this time for this Neo, it was a trip out. I hung out a little bit longer, and I went around the city. Um, and uh, you see the youth. It's a trip. Like, people think of Mexico like, oh, Mexico, this and that, fucking, you know, dirty, which, you know, it could be. But also, you know, there's dirtiness all over the world. It's not just a particular one fucking uh, one uh, government or nation or uh, state or, uh, or whatever uh, you wish to describe as uh, territory or uh, or uh, speck on the map. But uh, the youth in um, Zacatecas and Fresnillo this time it was a trip. You see, you see a lot of kids with their little Jordans on. They're very westernized. Even though it's a west, they're very Americanized in that sense, man. Of course, you got the poor people, you know, fucking washing windows right there on the intersection or fucking juggling balls or fucking lighting little dragon fires. But it was fucking cool to see that um, kids are into the American shit. You know, it's fucking, it's just not the same anymore. You know, a lot of people fucking, you know, may think last time they went to Mexico, they fucking, you know, suck fucking uh, soda out of a fucking bag with a straw. But, hey, I haven't seen that. Not anymore. I guess that's the old stuff, you know. But a lot of people have those, uh, those, uh, those, um, those, uh, those thoughts or those memories of Mexico being like that. I mean, it was like that, but I mean, now it's changing, dude. You got fast food, technology too. People are all up on that. And it was funny, I was talking to one of my uncles, talking about that. I mean, they they grew up off the land. I mean, I guess you can call it poor. Um, they didn't come to the city until they were already in their teenage years. The older ones, of course. But I mean, they had like, you know, even as far as gum, like bubble gum. They had one piece of bubble gum for and then when one was done chewing the bubble gum, they'll pass it to another little brother. And that fool would chew it for a couple little, for a while, an hour or whatever the fuck, and then pass it to the other little brother. I mean, they really, they really use their resources and shit. <laughs> and, you know, it could be like gross or whatever, but everybody got a chance to chew, you know? Everybody got a little piece of action. Everybody was able to wet their beak. <laughs> Which I thought was fucking pretty fucking cool, man. So, yeah, man, fucking... um. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, that's what we covered. We fucking covered La Sierra and Valparaíso, Zacatecas. We covered uh, 
what was that, fucking um, Lucha Libre in Mexico City. And uh, we covered, you know, the Fresnillo youth a little bit, a little cousin, a uh, little shindig, carnitas, and uh, the Oaxaca teacher strike. And fuck, dude, I guess that's about it, man. Fucking, I want to thank you guys very much for always fucking uh, keeping it 100, listening to the What's Up Full podcast, the Enchilada Casual podcast, the Yeah Man podcast, of course. And we're always trying to come at you guys and fucking show you guys some fucking knowledge and shit. Especially with this fucking little torture of a fucking hotel room here. Fucking right here with the fucking bionic roaches and shit. <laughs> but nevertheless, man, we're having fun. Thank you very much uh, to everybody. Hope you guys got your little shout outs. And we're going to come with a new episode on Monday night. And uh, this one will be released Sunday. But uh, keep shining. Please uh, let everybody know uh, to subscribe. And Oh, yeah. And a word from our sponsor, La Cucaracha Pest Control. Uh, that's right. Uh, they're in the greater Los Angeles area. Uh, they're on Yelp. If you have any questions with uh, bed bugs, ants, spiders, silverfish, rats, roaches, whatever the fuck. If you want to get rid, get the kid. Get the cucaracha kid. Uh, and you can call us at 323-221-7666. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. And you guys have a good night. Enjoy this Voodoo Glow School song. Peace out. Yeah, man. <laughs>
Ja, das ist 